0: This it is Pursuing Wholeness. wholeness. Sewing Holiness Podcast. It's been a few months now.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A very long time. A long, long time. Almost a year.
0: Yeah, this shows how fast life goes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I guess like my dad said the other day, time flies when you're having fun. So, I guess we must be having a whole lot of fun, huh? Um, Time is flying.
1: I mean, I don't know. I guess. I
0: guess not. (laughs) No, I guess,
1: guess, you know, it's like, you know, there's... Just time flies when you're having fun. I mean, I'm definitely familiar with that saying, but, you know, I mean, you know, just time flies when you're living life. I don't know. But.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here, Sean, said he is not having fun.
1: Okay, okay. I mean, that have you, wanna, you know?
0: I know. I mean, the thing is, I mean, time just goes. And so, whether or not you're having fun or you're living a dull life, it's going to fly. So... What does that say? Jeez.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I guess it just says, says that um, we might as well enjoy it because it's going to go either way. Mm-hmm. Might as well be doing something that means something. It has a bit of purpose because you're going to turn around and next thing you know, it's been a year since you had the last podcast episode. Mm-hmm. So like you were the one who brought it back up, like Veronica. Let's get back on the podcast. Like, why did you want to do that? Because you just, just want to talk.
1: No, I mean, well, first of first of all, you know, you know, of course, I have tried to bring the podcast back several times over the past several months. You know, no, I'm just saying, you know, just to just to um, you know, set the record straight. But you know, just being motivated, one to kind of like regain consistency and then to also being motivated in general in life to um you know kind of like what you're just saying to make the most of life and um
0: why you gotta be on a podcast to to kind of talk about that or think about that like why we gotta share bring everybody else into this conversation
1: well i mean speaking for myself you know the reason why um, I would want to record a podcast episode about it. You, like I said, one is because we talked about wanting to have a podcast however, whenever we did. But then also because, you know, you kind of get excited about different type of concepts and topics and stuff like that. And you kind of want other people to. You kind of want other people to um kind of see what you saw, mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of like always kind of like my hope, because, you know, I mean, you know, me. Like, even the whole concept of starting a podcast, you know, it's like, I kind of feel, I felt, what's the word, like, pretentious or like, like, I'm kind of like, you know, just kind of doing what everybody else is doing and, you know, who do you think you are doing a podcast, you know, you know, there you go. I mean, of course, I podcasted for a while, but, um, but anyway, it's kind of like, man, you know what, I, I can't be concerned about what people think about that, you know, cause it's like, I know why I want to do it and, you know, and I really do want to, I really do believe that maybe some of the different things that kind of come across, you know, um, our lives or whatever. is like, Ooh, Ooh, you know, like, Hey, look, man, y'all, this is pretty cool stuff right here.
0: Yeah. So. It's like, to me, I guess it's like being able to have that conversation on a larger scale. Cause the stuff that we're talking about getting excited about, I hope that other people would listen <laughs> mm-hmm. and then comment and, and join in on the conversation. Because, yeah, the stuff we've been talking about lately, it's just, I don't know, it's been really eye-opening. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's been really just, I don't know, it, it's so crazy because the stuff we've been talking about recently is stuff that we've heard all of our lives. But we just didn't really grab it. So mm-hmm. we just heard it. You know, you hear it in church. And you hear it from people that, you know, are raising you, your parents. You hear it from teachers. You hear it from just other people who are leaders in your community, people who are helping you along the way. But sometimes it just didn't resonate.
1: Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it just kind of was like, it was just kind of words, but I guess just the stage of life right now is like you know all of a sudden these things kind of click, and it just make, it makes perfect sense now,, mm-hmm. you know the different things we're talking about that is um. But yeah, yeah. So I guess I guess what what in the world are we talking about right now?
0: <laughs> Yeah, speaking cold and people like I, right, I'm done with this. <laughs> Y'all gonna say it or you're not gonna say it? Mm-hmm. Look at us acting like those people that we don't like when they're not the people we don't like, but the people that annoy us. Where it's like. I, I'm going to have a secret that I'm going to tell you and oh, yeah. I won't tell you until you listen. And if you want to listen, you got to make sure that, but first I'm going to say this and then, <laughs> Oh yeah. That, yeah. That stuff,
1: those videos on YouTube and stuff like that, you know, mm-hmm. anyway, I
0: don't know. Well, yeah. So we, we've been talking a lot about mindset stuff, stuff that, um, like I said, we, you hear it all the time. Like even the thing that keeps coming to my mind and in my mind is also trying to exegete, at the same time, but I'm just going to go with the very plain reading. As a man thinketh, so is he. Mm-hmm. Again, like, there's a lot of commentary about what that means and what it's in reference to. But if we just take the words that as a person is thinking, that's that's who they are. That's how they present in the world. And um, that is just really starting to become apparent. Mm -hmm. What that means, like the thoughts that we have every day, even thoughts like, like the one that kind of stood out to me today was um, where people are like, I'm gonna be realistic. You know, life is, it has its challenges and you might go for something and things don't always work out. So I'm gonna just go at it with a realistic mindset. And you don't really think about the fact that you are limiting the possibilities because you're trying to be realistic, but what you're doing is being you're you're operating within like the parameters of what's already in front of you. And Mm -hmm. so basically you're creating the same situation for yourself that you don't want because you have created this paradigm that this is how this situation can play out. Mm -hmm. And I'm just being realistic. So then you go into it and you basically like ensure that you're going to be in that same position. Mm -hmm. And, um, It's like so basic, so foundational, but it's just now starting to hit. Like, we don't have to do that. We don't have to be like, well, I'm going to just be realistic. Because the thing is, what's going to happen is going to happen. And, I mean, I don't really believe that. But I I believe that you go into a situation and you being realistic about the situation is not going to necessarily, like, make it better. Mm -hmm. It can make it worse. But if you go into it with an open mind and with an attitude that, like, you know what, this is going to be awesome for me. And what is it? Um, I'm Trying to think of a scripture. Um. Oh, you know, all things work together for the good.
1: It's funny, it flashed in my mind, even though I wasn't sure what you were getting at. It's like I saw all things like those words in my mind, but I was like, didn't know what you were getting at.
0: Yeah, it's like, but you know, if we really believe it, like, um, that's one of the things we, that we were, we, we've we been listening to these, these talks, these teachings by, um, it's like, I feel weird even saying the name, but his name is Earl Nightingale. And I feel weird saying it because I don't know like what people think about him or what people know about him. All I know is we both. On the same day pretty much I guess it's me the day before Then you the next day Independently, independently. Thought we need to listen to this guy mm-hmm. And it's like You you had seen it on like a YouTube suggestion And I heard about him From a podcast that I listened to mm-hmm. And I thought in my mind Like I'ma listen to this particular Recording from this guy But then like Because like a lot of times I would bring certain things up to you Like oh boy I didn't really want to bring it up. I was like, I'm just listening to it on my own. But then like the next day you were like, hey, let's check out this Earl Nightingale guy. He has this talk. And I was like, I was literally yesterday going to listen to this guy. (laughs) And so I don't know anything about him, but we've been listening to his stuff. And a lot of the stuff he says, it just makes plain the things that we've been learning all our lives. But the stuff that... We say we believe, but apparently we really don't because we don't act in accordance with that belief. Mm
2: -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because
0: one thing he talked about in a a thing I heard yesterday or the day before was you reap what you sow. And we say that all the time. You know, Jesus says it and we believe that that's what happens. You reap what you sow. But we sow all kinds of crap Mm -hmm. (laughs) all day. That's right. Yeah, I
1: remember him saying whatever stuff about that. Yeah, because he was, he was saying this, like, wasn't he saying something to the effect of, like, we must not really believe that or whatever?
0: Yeah, it's like yeah. if we really believed it, we would stop sowing all the stuff that we do. But we don't believe it. And we, like, that's that's what belief is. Belief is not just, like, saying, yeah, I agree with this thing. Belief is acting in accordance with it. So if you truly believe that you reap what you sow, you will only sow good things. You will never say a mean thing to anybody You would never treat anybody wrong. You would never cheat anybody. You would never go at anything haphazardly or lazily because you know that that's what you're going to get back. And nobody wants bad things back. But yet we sow things that are bad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so it's like even how we deal with people like you and I were, you know, it's something that we've been. Working on uh, recently and and how I said that the way that we engage with this, I want to be very careful about how we engage with it, because in the future, I don't want I want to make sure that whoever engages with us on this same issue treats us right. Mm-hmm. And It's like even though you might be within your rights to operate a certain way, you think, well, someone else might treat me this way and I don't want to be treated that way. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but um, I'm not, being not vague. Right right I guess we have
1: to talk about it afterwards, but yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I'm being vague, but um, but I'm just—it's just things that there are things that I'm realizing um, how deep it goes. You know, you reap what you sow, mm-hmm. and the Bible also says, "Those who reap sparingly will I mean, so, who sow sparingly will reap sparingly." Where is that?
1: Um. I don't know.
0: Cause don't think like, Jesus said it. It's like, did he say that? Or was it somewhere else? But either pretty way. pretty sure he did. Yeah. It just sounds like a teaching. Um, So many things. Seeking you should find. Asking it shall be given to you. Knocking the door will be open. Like we say we believe that. But we want all kinds of things that we don't go after.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We don't look for it. We give up. Like, and that's something else. Like, Seek and, t- and you will find it. Now, like you used to point out like seek and keep seeking. Asking, keep asking, knock and keep knocking. But right. we'll stop, we'll look and we'll say, huh, I didn't see it. Oh, well, I guess it's not here. It said seek and you will find. So it's there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe that's what we are talking about earlier with belief. Like when you believe something that means it's, um, it exists. It's possible or whatever. Yeah. And so it's like if the Bible says seeking you will find and then, then, then that means that if it's something you're looking for it's there because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's, it's there to be found. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You wouldn't seek it if it's not there to be found.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I am. Um, so yeah, you kind of talking about us kind of recently listening to some of these little fireside chat things, by this <laughs> Earl Nightingale guy, you know, neither of us, really heard of him until just within the past few days you know and um i mean of course i don't have to say this to you but i mean just saying it here you know like you know of my skepticism sometimes with kind of listening to certain type of things you know um i don't know i'm i'm the one you know who's always kind of like having like a suspicious ear kind of like just kind of like listening to kind of see us you know you know if somebody's kind of on some other stuff or whatever and kind of like to you know like more on the materialistic side of things or whatever but um and i don't know really anything about this dude's history but anyhow um like you said it's just a lot of a lot of different things he taught he was talking about when these things were recorded back in the 70s or whatever it's just very very practical stuff and it's not even anything really spooky about it it's just (laughs) <laughs> like it seems like something that he or whoever just kind of learned from just really observing what kind of like works in life and what doesn't mm-hmm. you know and like you say that mindset stuff it's like you know I told you the other day it, it made me think about um, the book that Joyce Meyer wrote many years ago called The Battlefield of the Mind mm-hmm. and it's like it really um, it really just kind of like brought back into my my consciousness, just the, 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 the thought that, um, that your mind is just so important. It, it just, it, it really does. The way that we think really does shape everything that happens with us because, you know, it's, uh, you know, things that other people do, we can't really control what other people do, but it's like literally how we interpret stuff and what we do as a response. You know, how we think about ourselves, all that kind of stuff is incredibly important. Like you said, we've been learning that stuff in church, but, but I know for me, sometimes the religiosity and stuff of the way that we approach our faith has kind of caused me to look at just concepts of the mind very superficially.
0: Mm, Yeah. We've made it overly spiritual. We've over spiritualized it.
1: Right, right, right. And you know, you know, it's like, it's, I, I appreciate, you know, of course, you know, how I grew up in church and all that kind of stuff, like for sure. But I do also realize that, you know, like even when you, you know, when you were talking earlier, you, it made me think about the scripture that says, um, um, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind and that you might prove what's the good and acceptable and perfect will of God, you know, and, um, you know, like be, don't be conformed. Don't just, go along with the patterns of the world and
0: do what everybody else does right
1: and do what everybody else does but like be transformed by the like the making new again essentially of your mind like literally
0: over and over and over
1: and over right right or like another translation says like just be transformed by changing the way that you think you know and that way you can actually prove or I think the way that the way that I've seen people talk about proving that in common in, um, was it a concordance is, um, that you can kind of like discern what the actual will of God is that you can kind of like through kind of making your mind new, you can kind of understand, okay, this is God's will or whatever. And, um, but yeah, but yeah, we, I didn't, a lot of the stuff I've been listening to recently, we've been listening to recently has really made me think about, that stuff more and just kind of made it even a lot more practical. It's like if we, we, we can be just approaching life in such a just uncool way because our thoughts about everything are just off yeah, and they're negative and, and, and stuff like that, you know, but like, I don't know, I guess I don't really have a whole lot of words on so like, it's hard for me to express what I'm all of my thoughts, but it's like, it's just amazing to me just like how important our minds are. Are. And we just spend so much time in this modern day world filling our minds with all this kind of distraction.
0: stuff that real like it's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. It's totally just mind chat just clutter.
1: Right. It's yeah, exactly. It's like it just kinda renders you just like a just I almost want to say like worthless. It's like you're not really worthless, but you just kinda you're just there. You just mm-hmm. you just exist and it doesn't have to be that way. But you know a lot of us don't really know to even know that something is is off we we don't we don't we don't know we yeah. don't know
0: yeah you made me think when you talked about um proving God's will to yourself mm-hmm. you maybe think about our friend Earl Nightingale again cuz he always talks about doing these 30 day tests you know just try it for 30 days and see see that it works and once you see that it works, you'll do it for the rest of your life.
1: Mm-hmm. Elaborate a little bit more on when you say the 30-day test so that people kind of know what we're talking
0: about. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so, like, he, I know as far as um, listening to a few of his talks, there were two particular 30-day tests that he talked about. One of them was your attitude. And he talked about having, like, a positive attitude for 30 days and treating everybody that you encounter as if they're the most important person in the world is that they are for anybody for themselves they're the most important person in the world without them there is no anybody else mm-hmm. so he was like treat everybody as if they're like the most important person in the world for 30 days and he also talked about um i think operating as if you were the most successful person in the world for 30 days and then just see how your life plays out after that point um Another 30 day test he talked about was um, to like get one goal in mind and focus on that goal. Think about it every day, run it through your brain and to develop a plan for how you would accomplish that goal based on skills that you have or um, something that you have to offer. Create a plan for how you will accomplish that goal. And for 30 days, just work at it for 30 days and then he was like, you'll, you'll, you'll accomplish it. Mm-hmm. Um, like believe that you can do it and, and do it for 30 days. And so it just makes me think about what you said, like transforming your mind for 30 days, improve how God works.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like you'll see, like, this is how it works. Do this for 30 days and you'll see it's true. Like, and, it, and to me that resonates so much. Yeah, me too. Like I, I may, um. Cause there's, there's, there's very, I can't, there are very few times in my life where I can think of where I put my attention and time to one thing every day. I can think of a few, like maybe law school or, you know, any kind of school, you have a test or something where you're like, all right, I got to get this done. And you just boom, boom, boom. I had a friend of mine, um, uh, who's talking about how she had a, um, I think it was a, she was working on her degree and it's like she got to a point where she was like, I gotta get this and it's like she was just like cranking it out, cranking it out, crank it out, crank it out, and then she did it. She was, you know, going to people and asking them questions, scheduling appointments with people and doing like kind of crazy stuff to like get in the right place so that she can accomplish this goal. And it's like that's what we do. Like if we say, I must do this Like it's 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 like we think we did we think we worked for something before. But then when you really think about it you're like no i didn't so like if you say i want to make ten thousand dollars in 30 days mm. and you come up with a plan that would if it all worked out create ten thousand dollars it's like it's almost like guaranteed that you're gonna get it if you're working at it every day every day and then like constantly shifting because i'm mean, not shifting but like Um, I kind of think of it like, okay, I got to do this. And so then you might say, I'm going to go down this path and then it's not working. But if you say every day, I'm going to do this then Yeah. Like you said, you're going to pivot. You're going to say, this is not going, I'm gonna shift. I'm going to do this. Let me try this. Let me call this person. And with that effort, like what would be stopping you? What could stop you from accomplishing your goal? Except for yourself, quitting is the only thing that will stop you.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. A lot of this stuff to me is like, when i think about it it's like my mind is like so this this is this is what this is more so what faith looks like mm-hmm. it's what faith looks like it's like you literally you don't just um say i believe it's like you move based on that belief it's like you you change your life and you pursue you know a certain kind of course Um, because of whatever it is, whatever belief you've adopted, it's like, it changes your life and you kind of put everything on that, you know, and that guy was kind of saying stuff about some of the people like the Wright brothers and others who, you know, believed in a certain kind of course and put everything into that, whatever that was. And and they got, you know, a lot of cases ridiculed for it. Like, why are you doing that? Why are you doing all that stuff? It's like. You know, again, with the Wright brothers, like, y'all, if, you know, like people say, if man was meant to fly, he would have had wings, you know, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, they they didn't let that type of stuff just kind of throw them off or whatever. Even, even though, even in the face of possible death. Mm-hmm. You know, if like. People did die. Right, right, exactly. Trying to
0: create plans.
1: Like, darn, oh, you know. You know, but, like, still believing that something like that's possible, and then, you know, not, not worrying about people kind of like scorning you because of what you do is so unconventional. That's something else that really has resonated mm-hmm. in my mind with like what he's saying. Like, you know, like that people who, who, you know, you know who do great things are like, you know, really, really kind of against the grain. They're, yeah, very they're never, the,
0: they're never the typical person. Mm
1: hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if, you, and, and if you're just kind of more so typical, you kind of like, you're really selling yourself short. It's like you, you're you really like way, way below your um potential. But I mean, you know, as we know, that's just kind of like the way that we're all conditioned. We're all kind of like conditioned in our society to kind of like live very comfortable lives, lives that are free of challenge, mm-hmm. lives that don't cause us to have to like really dig deep at any level, you know, just to kind of like get the bare minimum and kind of make like a decent living or, you know, you know, don't, you know, again, nothing that really rocks the boat too much, you know?
0: Yeah. no, Nobody that we admire. It's just mediocre. Like nobody, like, Mm -hmm. you know, I'll go ahead and, and say Beyonce, like nobody's going to ever say Beyonce is mediocre. Mm -hmm. Some people might think that she's special and that, um, you know she has something that others don't but it's not true right, she man. just decided to tap into what she had and we could all do something like that like we all can be beyonce in our own realm whatever it is whether you know um you could be a painter that has that beyonce status you could be a singer you can be a a, a lawyer you could be an engineer you could be a a, a business owner you can you could be a teacher like you. Everybody has the potential to like really like rock it out with what they do. But we look at other people and we think, man, they're just so gifted. If you said if you were to go to Beyonce and be like, you know, the reason why you're successful is because you're just gifted. She probably like cuss you out. <laughs> mm-hmm. and she'd be like, I'm not just gifted. You know how much I work. You know you how try much time. For me. <laughs> yeah, this might kind of go into a song, but it's like right. she works, she sweats, she invests, she 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 did things like missed out on things that other kids her age were doing, because mm-hmm. this is what she was aiming for. And so, like, it's not that she's just so gifted; it's she made decisions that most of us just don't want to make. Exactly. And it's not that we can't make them; we just don't.
2: Mm-hmm. It's like that's mm-hmm.
0: just plain and simple. We can all go out there and do some extraordinary things. And the only thing stopping us is us not making that decision to do it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's like, if that's what you want, it's perfectly fine. But if you want to be great at what you do, you can.
1: Mm -hmm. Ronnie Coleman, everybody want to be a bodybuilder, but don't nobody want to lift lift that heavy 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 weight. weight. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, man. You know, it's like, of course, whenever you mention Beyonce, it's like, I can't help but think about, you know, Michael Jackson, you know, and like, you know, I mean, we know that he kind of had, you know, whatever kind of struggle because he he thinks about how a lot of times when he was a kid, he would have wanted to be out playing, you know, with other kids and stuff like that. But then at the same time, he also had like a very strong drive as a very young person to be like the best singer and entertainer and would spend – hours for example perfecting his spin moves so much so that the wood floor in his home had grooves in it Mm. from him practicing the spin over and over and over and we look at him in those old concerts and and whatnot and kind of see that it's like it wasn't he wasn't superhuman he wasn't he was just like a regular person Mm -hmm. but he had a strong desire to like do a certain type of thing that he had in his mind, you know, like a certain type of way of dancing and singing and, and Mm -hmm. just music creation. Like you said, that other people just not going to do. And then, you know, but then we make excuses for it. Like you said, and just kind of say, yeah, they, 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 whatever they, they just kind of like had whatever that, you know, I ain't, I don't have her.
0: Yeah. Or if they had gone through what I went through, then they might not have done it. It's like that's true, but if you had, if you hadn't have gone, like the fact that they went through what they went through and you didn't, that's why they got what they got, and you went through some stuff that would give you what you would have, but you just you using your past or your other experience as an excuse. Mm-hmm. And it's like I don't say that to be insensitive, but. Like we were talking about Madam C.J. Walker. We -hmm. don't know her full story. But she became a millionaire as a black woman Mm -hmm. during a time where, I don't know when it was, but it was close enough to slavery that you wouldn't expect a black woman Mm -hmm. to be a millionaire. There were white women who had never been slaves and whose ancestors never been slaves. They were not millionaires. Mm -hmm. There were black people who... Who were slaves you know or whatever they came from whatever circumstances or maybe people whose parents were never slaves or never came from millennia it's just slaves or whatever they didn't do it but madam cj walker did something that got her to be a millionaire in a time where it's just like unheard of that a black woman that a woman <laughs> would do it. it's just right. like unheard of not even just a black person or a woman but anybody How many white men were millionaires? Mm -hmm. It wasn't just like all the white men were millionaires and, oh, and then there's a black woman. It's like most people were not millionaires. And she was a millionaire despite all the other stuff. Mm -hmm. Selling products to people who other folks would consider poor. You Mm -hmm. know, like she was selling hair products Mm -hmm. to black people. Mm -hmm. So, like, it's not about... Those circumstances and this and that, it's like we can always try to find a reason why, well, they had this and they had that. But there's always a person who shows you that it's not that. It's their desire to accomplish something and their like dogged determination to get it done. Mm -hmm. I was Mm -hmm. thinking about um, where you talked about, you know, how some folks say that if you believe for something or you desire something, that means it's possible Mm -hmm. no matter what it is the The scripture for that is, um, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, and the evidence of things unseen. So, like, the fact that you have faith for something proves that mm-hmm. its fulfillment is possible.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Cause that's it's like the fact that you have the faith for it shows that it's possible.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, right, 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 yeah. You know, I just kind of want to put this out there for whoever might be listening to this right now. Like, do you really believe that? especially if you grew up in the church like we did, like, do you believe that? Like, that faith is the uh, substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen yet? Like, do you really believe that? Mm -hmm. And if you did, if you really did, or if you really do, is the way that you live kind of fashioned after that? Like, is it really?
0: Right, right. Yeah, and that kind of makes me think about um, the topic that we wanted to talk about that I don't know if we actually hit it, but we kind of kind of got at it, mm-hmm. which is, like, we have certain goals. We have certain things that we desire, certain places we want to go, certain things we want to do. But, like, are we actually um, the people who can host that kind of dream? So, like, you can be like, I want to be a, a gold medalist in the Olympics. But if you're not the type of person who pushes yourself physically and works and exercises and gets up early and stays up late, eats certain things, says no to certain things, like you're not going to win that gold medal. And so we have to like make ourselves into the person who can bring that goal into fruition. Mm -hmm. So if you want to be a millionaire you can't just be the type of person who doesn't look at your finances. Mm -hmm. You can't be the type of person who lets people work for you and you don't hold them accountable. Mm -hmm. You can't be the type of person who don't want to get up in the morning and drag their feet as they start their day if you want to be a millionaire. Mm -hmm. So it's like you have to, like, first become the kind of person who is a millionaire. And then when... That avenue to become a millionaire comes. You can become it, because otherwise, you, you. It's like you don't have a vessel for that 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 gift.
1: Hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. The really cool thing about, I mean, as you kind of like introduced that topic, the 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 thing that's so cool to me about that is just um, and I don't know if this term is like what term you would use. But I've heard people talk use the term neuroplasticity, uh, mm-hmm. like how your brain, like you can change, like structures and stuff in your brain, like patterns mm-hmm. of thought, and stuff like that. Like your brain is very, um, fl- I guess fluid, or it's just very, it's very multiple. Mm-hmm. And you know, we have patterns of thought that we have, um. You know, based on, you know, maybe what's happened to us or what we, what habits we've developed over time and whatnot. And they feel like they can't be changed because it's like, you know, I, mean, I always did it that way or whatever, whatever. But it's like, if you believe that something can be different, all you really have to do, not to say it'll be easy or it won't feel easy, but all you really have to do is intentionally do something different, you know, intentionally. Choose your thoughts. Right. You know, and um it seems it seems kinda like trivial in a sense, but it's like it's it's powerful, man. That's some powerful stuff. It's mm-hmm. some really, really powerful stuff. You know, you and I were talking and um recently, and I was kind of thinking about this may not be a good example of that, but I was thinking about how when I was coming up and I decided I wanted to be an engineer when I was in the sixth grade, um, you know, from that point on, it's like, I knew that I would be one. I knew I would.
0: Yes, I, I was the same age when I decided I wanted to be a lawyer.
1: Hmm. Okay. So, so, and like, you know, and so everything in me, you know, especially once I got the 10th grade, it's like, I was looking up engineering schools. I was looking up like what kind of SAT score I need to kind of aim for. You know, I was um, making sure I was taking all the hardest math classes and just doing well in school in general and just absorbing myself, with just like all that stuff all the time, all the time, all the time, all the time. And um, and I and I did it, you know, I, I did it, but it's because it was already instilled in me. And I had people who were around me who always were like, you know, Sean, you know, how you do this, how you do that. And I would tell them like, hey, you can do it, too, man. Mm -hmm. but like you know I think that a lot of people just didn't really think that you know it's just like he just has the gift but like Mm -hmm. I'm a firm believer that they could have if they really wanted that for them you know if that was what what they wanted you know could have like actually adopted that kind of mindset Mm -hmm. you know at that point and been like this is something I can do as well and um
0: yeah and I think even not even having um like our parents never told us that we couldn't do it. Right. They may have been like, oh, I don't know what they gonna do mm-hmm, with that, mm-hmm. but they never said, "Well, no, you don't need to try to do that. You should do something different." And some people's parents do. Mm-hmm. Some people's parents will say, like, mm, "You probably shouldn't try to do that." And it again, people trying to protect folks and trying to like keep it real and say, you know, you don't want to, you know, set your hopes too high because things could not work out, but it's like, things could work out. But like, what if don't, things don't work out? Like most of the time, well, I was going to say most of the time you won't die. Sometimes you might die, but if it's that important to you, then it's worth the risk. Mm-hmm. Like, but, but most of the time, the things that we're talking about are not life or death. It's just, you might feel embarrassed or you might be disappointed, but right. disappointment doesn't kill people. hmm at least I don't think it does, but <laughs> <laughs> I
1: mean, I think it maybe just hurts your feeling, you know, you just kind of I don't know.
0: But we try so hard to protect people and it's like we protect them from their dreams. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you know, like just even even now, just kind of thinking about um, you know, um, just like life and things that I wish I would have done and, and or things that I'm i've tried in recent times to do you know it's like just thinking about i really can um i mean it's just it it just is it's possible it's within my grasp if i'm willing to to be unconventional if i'm willing to like very intentionally change my mind like literally reprogram the way that i think you know and um one thing that both you and i have been encouraged toward doing in recent times is um, is, is is affirmation, essentially, which, you know, it's not really any sort of new concept. But, like, literally, you know, again, applying the biblical principle of um, what is it, faith come by hearing, mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, literally, you hear something enough, you know, you begin to, like, believe what you hear because, it's like, you take that stuff and you kind of, like, you know, let it kind of get into your heart you know, and kind of get in there real good, mm-hmm. and then then you begin to kind of like adopt that as your your, I don't know, like it, you know, it, it adopt it as like who you are or whatever. Because the thing is, like that's what a lot of us be doing. Like I think about young people who always be having earbuds in and always just kind of listen to some of this really negative music and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and you know, like literally saturating themselves with music and really kind of believe in they that dude and all that kind of stuff, Right. you know, but like, and I know that the music influences folks in that, that way, but just like literally kind of taking like, okay, I really feel like this is the kind of life I need to live. So like, let me just kind of like absorb myself in that, just kind of like envelop, I mean, envelop myself in that and just like, you know, change my mind so that I can kind of get there. Cause you're right. Like if you don't, if you have a, you know, it's just like, if you, I don't know, like if, if you really want to be like some sort of, I don't know, athlete or something like that, but you are used to just kind of sitting and watching Netflix or whatever, you know, you can kind of think about the whole athlete stuff all you want, but like, you know, if you, I mean, you, you have to begin to believe it some kind of way. Like really believe it. You got to like, you can't just like, oh, that would be so great if I was doing that. Like you, you have to like some kind of way, like change your thought patterns so that you will eventually kind of really start to kind of get in there and like think like an, like an athlete.
0: Yeah. And the thing is, it's like thinking about that 30 day test again. The thing is, most people are going to be like, I don't want to do that. Or it ain't going to work. They're going to cut it out before mm-hmm. they even start. Mm-hmm. But like if you say I want to be an athlete and you li- you, heard, you heard us or you heard Earl Nightingale or you heard somebody else say, try this for 30 days. Decide what you're going to do. Read that goal every day. Sit down and create a plan. It doesn't have to be a perfect plan, but just create your own plan and follow it every day. Do it every day. Like, there's no way you won't be successful.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's just not possible. Like, you're not going to say, I want to be an athlete. And then every day for 30 days, you train like an athlete trains. And you end up being, like, overweight and out of shape. Like, there's, it's just not possible. You do these things for 30 days, you will change.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: You will change and you will be closer to your goal than you were when you started. It has to be. Mm-hmm. It has to be. And we are closer to the end of this than we were when we started. <laughs> whatever, whatever. <laughs> so this has been a pleasure. I hope that y'all have got some food for thought. Mm-hmm. And um, we're looking forward to the next time. Hopefully, it won't be almost a year.
1: Yeah. All right. Take care, y'all. Tune in next time. Doing Wholeness is a Back to Basics health and wholeness podcast with theme music produced by Life on Flow.